Oramai. Good morning. This is Judith Lay welcoming you to Manx Radio and to the podcast of this week's edition of At Your Service. Manx Radio. Just one week ago, we heard the sad news that Mrs. Olive Dobson had died peacefully after a short stay in hospital. Olive was 92 and is probably one of the most committed church organists our island has known. Olive was organist at Abbeyland's Chapel for 81 unbroken years, and at the same time, for 47 of those years, Olive was also the organist in the Methodist Church on the main road in Onken. In 2016, when Olive celebrated 75 years as organist at Abbeyland's, I recorded a conversation with her. And in celebration of her life, and as a thanksgiving for her dedicated service to God and the Church, I'm repeating that interview in today's programme. Our music choices today are, as you'll hear later, all hymns that are among Olive's particular favourites. This is the first.
blessed assurance, Jesus is mine, one of the many hymns enjoyed by the late Olive Dobson. In the summer of 2016, Olive celebrated her 75th anniversary of being Abilan's organist, and to mark the occasion I recorded this conversation. I began by asking Olive about her childhood and family life. Olive, Abilan's Chapel, you grew up just about a mile away, didn't you? Yeah, born up in the hills. Went to Sunday school when I was three. Done my first singing solo when I was three there. I started to play the piano. Went to lessons when I was eight. Wouldn't do theory. I just enjoyed the practical side of it. My parents used to sit at night and I'd play the piano to entertain them. Was there a lot of music in the family? Only on my mother's side. Yeah, she was good to sing. And my grandfather was good to sing. Apparently, he had a sister. They came from Machald. He had a sister called Maggie, and the story goes that she played the organ as well. Down in Machald, I can't remember now what the name of the chapel was, but they do say that she would hear her singing the other side of the valley. So she must have had a good voice. And I remember my grandfather coming over to visit. Not often that happened in those days, back in the 40s it would be. And I had to sing for him. And he told me I had a voice like a young bull. Now, I don't know what that meant. But he came over the following year and again I had to sing, but I hadn't proved then. He had rather a sharp tongue. But anyway, I didn't put me off singing. I'm very pleased to hear that. <laughs> now, everything changed when you were 11. Tell us what happened yeah, then, Olive. Yeah. Well, the, they had no organists at Abbeylands. And the minister in charge was the Reverend Harry Williams. And his wife was more or less in charge of the Sunday school at Abbeylands, I think. But anyway, she was certainly in charge of practising the hymns for the anniversary. And she asked me to see if I would play, play for the children. And they got um, W.H. Chapman. He was the, you may not know the name, he was an auctioneer and he played the organ at Salisbury Street Chapel and they asked him to come to play for the congregational hymns and the quartet that was going to sing, male quartet. Anyway, I'd done that. I, I was never nervous playing for anybody, you know. My mother always had kittens, but it didn't bother me. So I got through that. And after the, the anniversary, which was always held on the first Sunday in July, the trustees of the chapel must have thought I'd coped quite well. They wrote a letter to my parents asking to see would they mind if I started to play the organ for them. So they gave permission. I don't know that I was asked, but anyway, I don't think I was. But anyway, that's beside the point. I started playing in 1941. I've got proof of that. There's hymn sheet and everything down at home with all that in it. In in those days, there was two services a, a Sunday, afternoon and night. So that would involve ten hymns. They were very good, the preachers. They used to send the hymns two or three weeks beforehand to me with lists. And I would take them to my music teacher and she'd put me through them. So I knew I was right. Playing came easy. I can play by ear. I know my music teacher used to cover the keyboard with a sheet of music and uh, I'd have to read. She said, I don't know whether... She, I, she didn't know whether I was playing by ear or playing by memory. I can play anything from memory, you know, if I've done it often enough. A lot of the stuff I do now is by memory. And I've spent, going back to my teenage years, I worked on the farm, not for wages. I got pocket money, and they were spent on sheet music. Um, the modern stuff, you know, the, that was on the radio all the time then. And uh, with playing all those 
constantly, I suppose. I can still play them these days. It's just something I can do. I suppose I've got a gift of some sort. And uh, there was a member, an old gentleman in the, in the congregation, and he had his own way and his own timing, and I had mine. So there's a bit of a tussle going on. My mother used to sit behind him in chapel, and she, he, she said his face used to go as red as a beetroot, trying to beat me. But anyway, I didn't bother. <laughs> she said he's going to do himself a mischief one of these days. I just took it in my stride some way. I can't remember being afraid. No, I can't. So it must have been a bit of a show-off, really. I don't think so at all. I think you just love music. I like making music, yeah. Simple stuff. It's a job to beat hymns, you know. What would be a favourites at the chapel at that time? I wouldn't like to say a favourite of the congregation. They never had the chance for, for favourites then. They didn't have songs of praise like they have now. It was just straightforward, serious services. There was no humour, no humour whatever in, in, the, in the preaching in those days. It was hellfire and sin, you know, and hellfire and whatever. Were the services well attended, Olive, in those days? It depended on the families that lived in the village. The farming was so much different then. A farmer had half a dozen workers. They had children, and it fluctuated. Uh, they moved at Hallentide, and sometimes you'd have maybe 30 children in the Sunday school, and it would suddenly, after November, drop to 20. You couldn't tell. We were sent to Sunday school twice a Sunday. Sunday school in the morning, Sunday school in the afternoon, chapel in the afternoon, and chapel at night. It was a full day. There was no time to play. And my mother tells the story that uh, when she was young, they went to chapel, not because they were bothered or interested in in Christianity. It was just to get off the, the farmyard. It was their excuse to get away from the, the, the street, some people call it, but we always called it the farmyard and uh, meet up with their pals, you know, at chapel. Yes. Meet up at the crossroads or something like that and, and talk and have a bit of fun. Not for the reason of going to chapel. There was a reading room down in the glen by the chapel past the old smithy, and the anniversaries were always held outside on stage. If it was wet, it was held in the reading room, the young men's club room. The first anniversary I played for must have been wet because it was inside. But anyway, getting back to hymns, the old yeah. hymns, they're all heavy, lots of bass to them. Nowadays, a lot of the bass singers complain because the modern hymns don't have bass lines. It's all melody and syncopation. It's a nightmare to try and play because the print, the music print has changed for some reason. You get an old sheet, music sheet of old print. To me, it's so easy to understand. And look at the modern one. It's got dotted quavers dotted semi-quavers, tied quavers, instead of putting crotchets and make it simple to read. I can't understand them really.
to me, it's a good tune that makes a hymn. If the words are good, that's an added bonus. I like a lot of music, a lot of hymns. I do like so many. It's a job to name them. The, the older ones, um, of course, was the likes of Lingham and uh, Diadem. And, you know, that goes back to when I first started. Now, I like how great thou art. To God be the glory. Thine be the glory. This is the day the Lord has made. Seek ye first, Lord of all hopefulness. One more step. What a friend we have in Jesus. That's a nice one. Another hymn choice made by Olive Dobson, who last Saturday evening died peacefully at the age of 92, having completed 81 years of unbroken service as organist at Abilands. We're listening again to a conversation I had with Olive in the summer of 2016, when she'd completed 75 years at Abilands. But for 47 of those years, she had at the same time been organist at Onken Methodist Church. I wondered how that had come about. Just by chance, Gordon Astle had moved from Onken to the church to play, and uh, I think that was the reason they had no one. So that was uh, two services in the Sunday at Onken and then another one in the, in the afternoon at Abbeyland, because the, t- the, the two services at Abbeyland stopped at some point. Don't ask me when, I've forgotten. But, uh, but then it went just to half past six. And then it moved to the afternoon service, which fitted quite nicely with me. But you always made it very clear that Abilands had to take first priority. I did, I did. I, I felt it only fair to Abilands because I knew they had no one. If I was at, at Onken, they closed and they used to come to Abilands. So yeah. they worked with me. I, I do remember having a funeral to do and I was in the last minute, something cropped up in Onken. I lived in Douglas then, and driving in, I was stopped. I couldn't get further, and I had to make a sudden decision and drive up Victoria Avenue, took a detour down Avondale Road along the lane and to the chapel, and it was in winter. I had fur gloves on, and I found a park nursery avenue outside the chapel, grabbed me music case, wrong way up, and all the music fell on on the pavement, I grabbed them, put them together, got in the chapel as they were ready to start. It's an awful thing to do. And the the electric organ was a Hammond and you had to go through a a counting process to get the thing warmed and it wouldn't start. So eventually the minister in charge sang the first hymn, pitched it himself and, and I eventually got the thing going. 
And luckily enough, he was in pitch and I was able to finish the hymn. But it was a lesson I, I always learned. Start early, me in time, and, and just in case you had a hold up like that. The bereaved family would remember that happening and it was my fault. But they didn't know that the process before arriving there, you know. No. It wasn't really my fault, but I was held up and you've got to take that into consideration. So worship at Onken, the, at the, the Methodist Church on the main road, very different from the Abbey Lands, was it? No, no, no. You'd have the same preachers, you know, coming and taking their turn and more people there. That's the difference. There was a choir. I sort of had to take over the choir as well. So we enjoyed it. They were, they were a nice group and, uh, and we'd done a few concerts. And I've always produced concerts. In those days, they had a, a Christmas concert and a tea party. Then the young men's club room, the young fellas had, uh, they had a concert to make a bit of money on Good Friday of all days. They had a big tea party and then a concert at night. And they used to come up to Landigan and we'd have a, we'd practice there. And, and then at Ankun, the day I took over the last Sunday in 1969, 1970, the year 1970, it was their 100th anniversary. And they had a big concert then and we'd, we'd done a, a big concert. And for two or three years after, we'd done it. Sketches and uh, comedy songs, if possible. And, you know, just a bit of fun. I've got to really think deep to try and remember what happened years ago. I don't look back, I'm afraid. I tend to look forward all the time. There's so many people that could play me under the table. I'm very ordinary, but they're not there. They don't want to take it on week after week. And it's just something that's just happened as far as I'm concerned, you know. My God, when I in awesome wonder consider all the worlds thy hands have made, I see the stars, I hear the rolling thunder, thy path throughout the universe displayed, then sings my Christ shall come with shouts of acclamation and take me home, what joy shall fill my heart. Then I shall bow in humble adoration and there proclaim, my God, how great thou art. Then sings my soul, my Saviour
final favourite hymn choice from the late Mrs. Olive Dobson, How Great Thou Art. And that was another chance to listen to a conversation I recorded with Mrs. Olive Dobson in the summer of 2016, after she'd completed 75 years as organist at Abbeylands Chapel. I think you'll agree that it gave us not only a fascinating insight into Olive's life and her music, but also the life of the church. And we offer our condolences to Olive's family and friends, and to all who mourn at this time. May those that we have loved and lost in this life rest in peace and rise in glory. This very moment, Manx-born Ruth Rice is starting the final day of a three-day residential retreat that she's leading at our retreat house in Peel, Tide of A, House of Life, based at Balla Wattleworth House. But it's not stopped Ruth from sharing another letter from her personal A to Z of well-being. This alphabet grew out of Ruth's own mental breakdown, and whilst it's underpinned by her personal deep Christian faith, it's offered to everyone in the hope that the tips and coping strategies that she has found helpful might help us too. This week we have reached the letter U. U in the A to Z of Ruth is for us. A lot of these um, things that I'm talking about, about uh, mental and emotional health, seem quite personal, don't they? And in fact, on the front of my book, The A to Z of Wellbeing, it talks about a personal toolkit towards wholeness. However, I don't think any of these things are just personal. One person's well-being affects another, doesn't it? Being part of uh, an island mentality, I being brought up on the Isle of Man, I love that I feel that I belong, that there is an us, I'm Manx, I belong on the Isle of Man. But also we've got that thing of feeling a little bit distanced from other places, don't we? We are an island and I don't know that any person is an island. I think we are all connected to one another. It's why I love the language of well-being. I think it helps to connect us to one another. For those of us who are people of faith and those who aren't, we're all concerned about well-being. And when we can find a shared language... Where there's an us and not a them and us, where the us is all of us together. I really love this. I um, I often say, I think God really likes it when his children play nice. When all of us within all the different churches we belong to, and some no church at all, know that there is an us, that we are together in this. That in our search for shalom, for peace, it is us together that will help each other to find ways to love each other more and to give each other more ideas for how to find well-being. So you is for us. Thank you, Ruth Rice. And Ruth, complete with her alphabet of well-being, will be back on the programme next Sunday. And now let's finish with a look at our notice board. Today at half past two at Agniche Chapel, just below the Laxey Wheel, there'll be a united service with Laxey and Baldrine Methodist chapels to celebrate harvest, with Reverend Sean Turner leading the celebration, and a warm welcome for everyone who'd like to join them at this historic country chapel.
Moving now to next weekend, and there's lots of things happening next Saturday, November the 5th. You'll find Glen May Craft Fair open between 11am and 4pm in Glen May Chapel and Community Centre. Free admission with light lunches, homemade cakes and bacon baps on sale to keep your strength up as you browse the selection of gifts, knitwear, artwork, foods and much more, all supplied by local producers. Also next Saturday, November the 5th, the Isle of Man Interfaith Group have a much-needed event at 2 o'clock at the Christian Science Church on the corner of Woodbourne and Hillary Roads here in Douglas. This is a call to universal peace and there'll be a stall offering white poppies to promote peace, although anyone who wishes is welcome to wear either red or purple poppies. Guests can enjoy some light refreshments and will be encouraged to come forward and share their thoughts, feelings, ideas and relevant quotations on how we can achieve universal peace. We live in adverse times and are all too aware of the continuing war in Ukraine and the threat of other conflicts. The Isle of Man Interfaith Group says each faith offers its own message on how we can achieve universal peace. So in that sense, interfaith has enormous potential when we work together. There's a warm welcome for all next Saturday at 2 o'clock in the Christian Science Church here in Douglas. Another event on Saturday the 5th is St Jude's Soup Day. This year held at Selby Community Hall on Clenock Road. Six varieties of soup will be offered together with bonnock or roll, cakes and puddings, tea or coffee. And that's between 12 noon and 4pm next Saturday. Next weekend is a busy one in Selby Methodist Church. On Saturday the 5th, there's an autumn fair and tabletop sale in the church between 10am and 2pm with bacon baps, homemade cakes and hot drinks to enjoy as you browse. If you'd like to sell your pre-loved treasures in the tabletop sale, it costs just £5 to book a space. Give Ruth a call on 897 364. 897 364. And then, next Sunday the 6th, you're invited to a plough service with Crosby Silver Band in Selby Methodist Church next Sunday morning at half past ten, and that'll be followed by refreshments. Next Saturday afternoon, it's the annual general meeting of the Manx Methodist Historical Society at Union Mills Chapel starting at half past two. The main item on the agenda is the purpose and future shape of the society. If you're interested or even just curious, do please come along. And finally, next Sunday evening, the Mariners' Choir will be in Port Erin Methodist Church for a service starting at half past six, at which Reverend Steve Ingrewell will preach. And as usual, there'll be supper and community hymn singing afterwards. And that's all that we've time for now. But I'll be back tonight at nine for sundown. Easy listening music to round off your weekend. And I'd love you to join me if you can. Do please email me if you've got items for the notice board, judithlay at manxradio.com. So, till whenever we meet again, this is Judith saying thank you for listening and I wish you and those you love a blessed and peaceful week and a very good morning. Music.